Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Weather's assistant GAM running the farm team coming up in about 20 minutes time uh, to talk about a new five-year extension for Bakersfield, the Oilers farm team with the Condors. Oilers Now is brought to you by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer, the ideal place to start your daily vacation. Oilers game day trivia today for Pro-Am Sports up for grabs a $50 GC from Pro-Am Sports. Today, this is a deadline to submit an order for the Dylan Holloway private signing. Head to ProAmSports.ca for details. We weren't going to make it easy on you. And it had a Philly connection to it. Named the former Flyers prospect, five foot six black belt, uh, played uh, for the Flyers farm team in the 80s that on more than one occasion basically went with judo tosses or karate tosses and knocked uh, legitimate heavyweights down to size. Again, this guy was 5'6". The correct answer, former Medicine Hat Tiger Steve Tajura. He played on the line with Dave Brown. They're the smallest and biggest players in the AHL. Brendan Escott back at the 630 Chad Studios. Who won trivia today? Big congratulations to Rob B. Who got that one? And Rob's a 60s model, so that tells you a little bit about that. All right. Uh, without further ado, we're going to head off to the River Creek Resort Casino Hotline uh, and go to uh, one of the most plugged-in people on the Flyers, but not working the Flyers this week because she's off to the Super Bowl from the Philadelphia Inquirer. We welcome to the show. She's Frank Saraboli guaranteed. Olivia Reiner. Hello, Olivia. It's Bob Stoffer. How you doing? Hi. I should call in more frequently to just get a little bit of an ego boost. That was a lovely introduction. Thank you for all of the kind words. But, yes, I, I'm technically not the most plugged-in person this week, as I am in Phoenix to help out with the Inquirer's coverage of the Eagles in the Super Bowl. So I'm actually trading in kind of like my old hat. I used to cover the Green Bay Packers for a few years in, out in Green Bay. So this is returning to my roots a bit. Now, do you know the uh, Green Bay trainer uh, that worked in the CFL? He's been red? Yeah, red baddie, absolutely. He's listening to the show right now. I'm going to guarantee you that. He, <laughs> he's, he listens. He I'm is. serious. He, <laughs> I know he does because he's uh, he had a little fun at my expense in Chicago about, I don't know, 12 or 14 years ago. My friends just loved it. He just shredded me down in size. It was awesome, Olivia. And I, you know what? You got to be self-deprecating and appreciate it. Funny dude. All right. So let's yeah. get to it. Uh, let's, uh, tell me about this Flyers squad. 
20 million bucks out of the lineup since day one. Uh, no Sean Couturier, no Ryan Ellis. That trade did not work out. Uh, Cam Atkinson as well. John Tortorella comes in. Give me your assessment as to what's gone on here in Philadelphia this year. Yeah, it's been a really interesting season, I think, to say the very least. This team has been hurt by injury. They were hurt pretty badly by injury last year as well. The big difference, though, this year, the roster on paper doesn't look as strong as it did last year. Last year, Sean Couturier still played up until December until he was out for the rest of the season with back injury. Claude Giroux was on the roster up till the trade deadline, so there were some pretty strong pieces still on the team for at least part of the season last year. The major difference with this team right now is John Tortorella. That's not a surprise to anyone. He is known for being able to take not-so-great rosters on paper and turn them into sound defensive squads. That's the foundation of this team. And he's turned it into something that's not too bad. It's definitely, they've come a long way since the start of the season. The month of January was probably their strongest season, or excuse me, their strongest month of the season. They went 8-4-2 in January, which for this team that was struggling to score goals, especially to start the season, uh, was was pretty. It was a pretty good improvement. They got the goal scoring going a little bit more. Travis Konechny has been really strong for this team this season, finding the back of the net. He's he's cleaned himself up nicely after last season, where he went through a bit of a scoring slump. Uh, kind of came in waves for him, but uh, yeah, that's sort of the big difference from last season is that John Tortorella has really gotten the most out of this roster, um, for better or for worse, I guess you could say, because. Some might argue that the Flyers should be doing everything in their power to try to race to the bottom, tank for Bedard. But that once they made the decision to bring on Tortorella in the offseason, they kind of threw that one out the window. So now the Flyers are just kind of dwelling at the bottom of of the league standing, but not quite bad enough to be all the way at the bottom. Olivia, I know McEwen's out with a broken jaw. Uh, they got him last year. Uh, Sealer is an exceptional striker as a fighter. He's a mixed martial arts trainer, trained uh, player. And then they got Nicholas Delorier, who the Oilers were in on. Uh, is this a little bit of a return to the roots of the Flyers? They've even got Hayden Hodgson, who I like down on the minors. He had a great year last year playing in Lehigh Valley. He's been had a tough campaign so far this year. But is this a bit of the identity of the Flyers, too, just muscling up a little bit? Yeah, since the Flyers got rid of Elian Vigneault uh, in the middle of last season, Chuck Fletcher has really gone back time and time again to this. We need to be harder to play against for frame. And that can mean a lot of things in the modern NHL. But I think the Flyers have taken maybe at times a, a too literal approach to the, the concept of being harder to play against in terms of just being super uber physical. And, and I think physicality is something that they do a really good job of, and I think that's an important part of the game. But, yes, I think there can be a, a tendency to fight uh, frequently on this team, especially that's, that's been spearheaded by Nick Delorier, who I believe leads the league in, in uh, penalty minutes this season, or at least in, in fight, um, fighting minutes. So he's, uh, he is spearheading that. Zach McEwen is out as a result of a fight. He broke his straw in the game against the Minnesota Wild. Early, uh, last month, so he's no, not going to be in the lineup for another couple of weeks. But yes, Nick Sealer hasn't been super uh, loud on the fight front. I think he's kind of become uh, he, he's sort of the third string fighter at this point, <laughs> if you will. Um, but yeah, no, Nick Delorier has he's definitely not afraid to drop the gloves. But I, I will say that sometimes 
getting uh, into these fights, it can kind of bite them a little bit. I thought it did against the Minnesota Wild. The team went up one nothing in the first period, and then the Wild kind of goaded them into three fights within a span of 15 seconds, and then very quickly the momentum changed, and, and it did not favor the Flyers, and the Flyers ended up losing that game in overtime. So they got to be careful sometimes. Uh, they got to pick their spots. But, yes, it, it has been a very physical team this season. From the Philadelphia Inquirer, we're joined by Olivia Reiner. Uh, Stoffer with you others now. All right, Carter Hart, we have a matchup tonight between Sherwood Park's Carter Hart, the Southside Athletic Club's Stuart Skinner in the 12-13 uh, lockout year in the first half of the year. I saw those guys go head-to-head a couple times between the two teams. Six players have gone on to play in the NHL off those two squads. It's been a bounce-back campaign for Hart, hasn't it? Yeah, I guess so. You know, I feel like last season, he and it, I, I would almost say it's been a similar story this season, too. Carter Hart has not had the best defensive help in front of him. And so when you look at his stats from last year, they're an improvement of the 2020-2021 season. However, they're not exactly jumping off the page as being overwhelmingly positive. This season looks like an improvement on last season, and I will say I thought Hart had a really strong start. Uh, to this season. However, I think he's come back down to earth a little bit. He's had some more help as of late from the defense, especially in this past past month of, of January, where the team as a whole, things just started to click a little bit more. You were getting more goal scoring. You were getting better defense, a uh, better just process overall, and then you were getting the goaltending was, was also there, both from Hart and uh, their backup who came up from the AHL while Felix Sandstrom was uh, down on a conditioning stint. Samuel Erson, he was, had a really strong stretch of games as well for the Flyers when he was up for a couple of weeks. So all of that kind of meshed together well for the Flyers in January. I think that Hart has been very solid. But I'll say that he, he was solid last year too. It's just he, he was not getting the help defensively that he needed. One of the business's nicest guys. Uh, we've probably had him on the show, you know, over the last 15 years, at least 20 times, like at least a couple times a year. Um, could you, you know, what, what's the appetite from the fan base right now? Uh, obviously, Torts is a guy that can rally the troops. Where are they at with Chuck Fletcher's GM? I think they're in a little bit of an interesting spot. Fletcher might not be the most popular right now, and I think, interestingly enough, John Tortorella has been out in front delivering the message of the organization more frequently than John Tortorella has been, especially recently. He actually, and listen, I understand he may not, the words may not have come directly from his, his fingertips, but uh, the Flyers sent out a note to season ticket holders that was signed from John Tortorella with kind of the the vision, the direction for the team for the rest of the season, telling fans more or less to be patient, that things are going to take a little bit of time, that this isn't going to be a quick fix, that that fans, please hang in there. Please uh, don't pull out of your season tickets for next season, I guess, is is maybe the bottom line. But um, that is his message. It has kind of been his message. He he has been – he has been – it's been easy for him to admit, and he understands that this isn't going to be a quick fix. However, nobody really wants to use the word rebuild for whatever reason. Regardless, Tortorella has been the one delivering the messaging. It hasn't really been Fletcher. We haven't talked to Fletcher for, gosh, I honestly, I can't remember the last time we spoke to him. Perhaps 
media will get to speak to him leading up to the trade deadline. I would think that's going to happen. But regardless, yeah, it's um, I think Fletcher has eroded some of the trust that he's had with the fan base. The fans haven't been a, a huge fan of the offseason that he just had this past offseason, especially when the Flyers didn't make any sort of effort to go get Johnny Gaudreau. Whether or not you think it would have been smart for the Flyers to add Johnny Gaudreau to the roster, given where they are right now, just organizationally um, and what their future looks like. That's another conversation, but as a local uh, a star, there's not a whole lot of NHL stars out there that come from the Philadelphia, South Jersey area. The fact that Fletcher didn't make, at least he said he didn't make an effort to try to add him to the roster. I, I don't think that went over well. And then the, the offseason that he did have adding Tony D'Angelo and Nick Delorier, I, I just don't think it was a very popular one with the fans. So right now things are not so great. Um, but John Tortorella, like I said, has kind of been the one to be the voice of the organization this season. All right, Olivia, final question. And our apologies, we've had some minor technical difficulties. I'm on a reported app right now doing the show out of Philly. Uh, I'm a Alabama, huge Alabama fan. Jalen Hurts lost the starter's job to Tua there. But I'm taking the Eagles all day. You're uh, at the Super Bowl right now. Uh, Philadelphia's been awesome in the box on the offensive and defensive lines all year long. What level of confidence do you think is out there right now in the United States for the Eagles against a banged-up Patrick Mahomes? Yeah, I would think it's got to be pretty high, but the Chiefs have a really strong offensive line. So I, you know, I'm really looking forward to this game. I think in the lead up, there's what two weeks that that are in between the the championship games until the Super Bowl. So it's a lot of like talking and talking about these games, and you almost forget that there's an actual game that has yet to be played on Sunday. So I'm looking forward to the actual game itself being played. But yeah, I mean. It'll be a big variable, big variable, Patrick Mahomes and his injury. That said, Jalen Hurts is dealing with a bit of an injury of himself, so there's a couple variables there on both sides. But the, the Eagles' defensive front is certainly formidable and will give the uh, Chiefs' offensive line some fits all day on Sunday. I'm really we'll, – we'll definitely be keyed into that matchup come Sunday. It should be a really good one, and I'm, I'm excited to see my first Super Bowl in the flesh. All right, Olivia, thanks a lot for joining us, and uh, we'll be reaching out again in the future, okay? Absolutely, anytime. That's Olivia Reiner from the Philadelphia Inquirer. Guests and orders now receive gift cards to Japanese Village for 50 years. Edmonton's destination for a celebration for the census reserved today at jvedmonton.ca. We'll tell you cars cost less in Wetaskiwin. and Brentridge Ford and Wetaskiwin, well-known for their top-shelf service department. They don't forget about you after you purchase a vehicle. Call Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny, and the team at Brentridge Ford to make you a repeat customer. 780-352-6048. Your Ford truck authority on the auto mile in Wetaskiwin. In one minute's time, we'll come back with Oilers assistant GM Keith Gretzky. Bakersfield has renewed a five-year deal with the Oilers organization. This is Oilers Now. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. 
It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back, everybody. It is 122 in Edmonton. Bob Stauffer, Brennan Escott with you. Uh, Royal Pizza, Pizza Pasta, and so much more. February is Valentine's Month at Royal Pizza. Enjoy your dinner for two, which includes your choice of salad, one of our gourmet medium pizzas, followed by one of our delicious desserts at Royal Pizza, all for just $37.95. Royal Pizza, still making a great stopper recommendation, is the Mediterranean chicken. Uh, you can text us at any time at 780-496-0063. And CB says, wow, imagine that. Stoffer talking about fighting. Caveman hockey is over, Bob. Skill overcomes tough to play against hockey from CB. Caveman hockey. All I'm saying is that uh, sometimes there's an identity out there with teams and players that changes the narrative a bit. Uh, Jason from Sancudo says, Bob, you needed a black belt in obscure hockey trivia to get the question today that involved Steve Tajura. Brendan, just let me know if we're good to go. Uh, we are not. In fact, he okay, did you? Uh, I sent you a, se- a second number. Did you try the second number? Uh, sure, I can do that. Okay. So we've been having a little bit of technical issues uh, on today's show. This is what happens when, frankly, uh, you book a lot of guests on the show. John Shannon is coming up with Brendan Escott at 135. We're hoping to go down to Bakersfield, where today they announced a five-year extension, the Condors uh, and the Edmonton Oilers organization. So that's interesting, and it's been a pretty good partnership. I've been to Bakersfield. They, they do a good job. It's been a very good minor league market. Um and they are going to stay, are the Oilers organization with the Condors. The Condors have extended the lease at Mechanics Bank Arena. Daryl Cates owns the Bakersfield Condors and the Oilers Entertainment Group. And uh, the city of Bakersfield announced today that the Bakersfield Condors have renewed the lease at Mechanics Bank Arena. They'll remain in Bakersfield for at least the next five years. The lease was ratified by Bakersfield City Council on uh, Wednesday, February the 8th, and the agreement reaffirms the team's strong partnership with the city of Bakersfield, local businesses, community partners, team sponsors, and Condors fans. And uh, we will tell you that uh, part of the, you know, it's interesting because there's six Canadian teams right now, six Canadian teams uh, in the American Hockey League, the Oilers are the only one to currently have a partnership in the U- uh, in the United States. I, for for my liking, like I can tell you that it's not worked great. Uh, the Moose are in Winnipeg, uh, uh, and. The junior team, the Winnipeg Ice, are currently playing in the old Max Bell Arena, which was uh, later named the Wayne Fleming Arena. It's not worked well for the junior team there. I think for the Calgary Hitmen, they this year got the primary uh, dates over the Calgary Wranglers. Brendan, just give me a yay or nay. Looks like we're still working on lining up. Do we have them? No, we do not. Okay, well, here's what we'll do. We're going to bolt out of this, and we'll work on Keith for uh, tomorrow or Monday's show. But the bottom line is, um, you know, I, I, I'll i ask you, Brent, do you think, would it be too, like, I don't know if it can work where you'd have the Oilers, the Condors, and the Oil Kings all in the same city, especially if you want to make use 
of Rogers Place for concert events. What do you think? Well, and maybe that's the differentiating factor is because Calgary seems to have a lot more going on teams-wise. Hitmen, uh, Wranglers, um, uh, Roughnecks, Lacrosse, like all of that stuff coming out of the Saddle Dome, but they don't get as many concerts through there as my understanding. So uh, it, it, I think that functionally and scheduling-wise, you could probably make it work, but it would be a little bit tricky. And then you're worried about whether all that's going to draw by to seats yeah I know Mike Moore runs um, the Calgary Wranglers and the Calgary Hitman uh, he used to run the Kamloops Blazers and I had a conversation with him uh, they th- the way it's worked this year for the Hitman is they play all but five games out of Saddle but again they got the priority dates which meant for a lot of um, Tuesday Monday Tuesday Thursday hockey games for the Calgary Wranglers this year I don't know if that's going to continue they're averaging about 3500 per game for the AHL and uh, uh, 5500 or so for the for the WHL now they've got a better team than the Oil Kings have this year uh, they, they also had 17,000 uh, fans for Connor Bedard last week the Oil Kings you know Connor Bedard, they had Connor Bedard in twice before Christmas, and the numbers since uh, Bedard came back from the World Juniors have absolutely spiked. So uh, there you have it. All right, well, Keith Gretzky, we'll work on getting Keith uh, in the next couple of days to provide us uh, a little bit of perspective. Um, we are going to uh, do this at 127 in Edmonton. We're going to get into the orders now. Prospect Report, it's brought to you by Reface Magic. Save money on your kitchen renovation. Don't replace, reface, and with the prospect report, here is Brendan Escott. All right, uh, so once again, Edmonton playing uh, Max Warner, the Oilers, seventh round pick, uh, playing for the Moose Jaw Warriors this year. That's where the Oil Kings are tonight as part of their Eastern road trip. Uh, Points-wise, it's slowed down a little bit for Warner recently, but it's not necessarily his calling card. We've told you about him a few times before. Big physical right shot defenseman. Uh, he's got eight goals, 22 points, or pardon me, 22 assists for 30 points uh, on pace for 41 this year. Uh, nothing in the last five games as we look at elite prospects here, but uh, as far as somebody who may make the jump to the AHL level in the next couple of years, I would at least keep that name in the back of your mind. I, I To me, he's playing third-pairing right-shot defense in Bakersfield next season. All right, here's what we're going to do. We have an early bus to get over to the Wells uh, Fargo uh, Arena to watch uh, the Flyers and the Edmonton Oilers tonight. So the Wells Fargo Center, the face-off show tonight will begin at 3.30 Edmonton time, puck drop at 5. So Brendan Escott will guide you home for the final half hour of the show. He'll have NHL insider John Shannon for Legacy Heating and Cooling. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell.